So this morning's a little bit different. Uh, it's kind of, you know, it's not part of a series, it's just one-off message. It's just, it's going to be a message on, but it's just kind of one-off. <laughs> Called Vision Sunday. And I'm going to share my heart with you. I'm going to uh, refocus our attention on some things that happened last year. You may have seen this video that we're about to show but the reason that I'm, I want us to see it is to rehearse not what we did, but the faithfulness of God. You know, God uses people, but it doesn't begin or end with us. It comes from Him and it flows to Him, right? All the power, all the glory, all the fame belongs to Him. So with that introduction i want you to watch this video and see what happened in 2017 
look what the Lord has done, right? And he couldn't have done it by himself. So I'm grateful for everyone that prayed, everyone that gave, everyone that, that contributed, everyone that, you know, spent their time, invested their time into the vision and the mission of Lifeway Church. And listen, it takes, it takes a lot of people to do a lot of things. And we're ever mindful of that. And this Sunday, it's going to seem like that this is a, a tactical meeting of the family. But we need this once a year. We need to stir ourselves up, see what God has done, and then set our sights on what God has for us. So if you're a guest this morning, uh, I, I do need to let you know that, that Pastor Sheila and I will be leaving right at 1130. We've got to catch a plane. We're going to a minister's conference in uh, Oklahoma today. So I promised that I wouldn't miss the plane. And she said, if you're not in the car by 1130, I'm leaving without you. But Alvin saved me. Alvin says, Pastor Bruce, I'll take you to the airport. <laughs> and she'll be at, there at the plane saying, wait, my husband's on his way. <laughs> so look at your notes there. First point is focus on the why. It's not the what and the how, guys. It is the why. Why are we here? Why are we, why are we taking this moment out of our day on a Sunday to come to a building to sing songs and listen to somebody talk? I mean, think about why you do what you do, not just what you do or how you do or why are we here? This, it always brings me back to the heart of the matter. The, the matter of the heart is the heart of God. The matter of the heart is us being so connected with the heart of God that we beat in sync with him. We see people like he sees people, and then we move with compassion. Jesus moved with compassion. It's time for the church to move with compassion. For too many years, we've moved with judgment. We've moved with criticism. We've moved with this holier-than-thou attitude, right? And it's time for us as the church to move with compassion. So we have to remember the why. Everybody say, why? why? Look at your neighbor and say, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> Why? I mean, there's so many other things that we could be doing today. Um, but we're here because we see people. Look at John chapter 4 and verse 35. Somewhere down the line, you got connected to God, and God said, let me take your eyes up. Let me, let me, let me readjust your, your sight here. And, and here's the verse that Jesus said to his disciples. In John 4, 35, in the New Living Translation, I, I, I love this verse. I can't get away from it. It, it, consumes, it consumes me every time I hear it. He said, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up. I like this version. Wake up and look around. Why, why should we wake up and look around? Why? Because the fields are already ripe for the harvest. And so there's an urgency about Jesus, even 2,000 years ago. And so there's a, even a greater, can, can, I, can I extend it a little bit and say, if it was urgent 2,000 years ago, it's even more urgent today. Because we know that time is winding down. Time as we know it is winding down. Can everybody agree with that? We don't know, uh, you know, exactly, exactly all the details of, you know, blah, 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 and this and that and the other. 
We know we serve God. We know that He's coming and we're going and, and we have to be about our Father's business. And so we have to take our eyes off of me and put them on people. People. So this vision that we have as a church is not just something fun to say or just is connected with some little uh, infographic. It, 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 it consumes us. We see people valuable and significant. Let me tell you, I'm going to pause the vision message and just give you a word from God. Every one of you in here, I wish I could look at every one of you all intently for a bigger amount of time, but you're valuable and you're precious. What Jesus did, what he did for you, is, is going to take all of eternity to comprehend that and what it meant, meant, what it meant to you personally, what, how much God loves you and how valuable you are and how significant you are in the kingdom of God. How significant. If, if Jesus knows the amount of hair on your head and you're worth more than thousands and millions of sparrows and if, if, uh, uh, if he is consumed with you, then you must be valuable and significant. And not only you, not only you that are sitting in here today, but those that will come and sit in this place are valuable and significant. That's why we can't just look at ourselves. It's, it's, it's good. It's good to be uh, saved and healed and set free ourselves. But then we have to turn around and look at our community and say, how many people aren't saved and healed and set free and empowered and discipled and equipped and serving in ministry? We, we've got to turn our eyes on people. Because if we're looking at Jesus, we see that Jesus is looking at people. Right? Right? So this vision that God has us seeing, and you have to see something before you can do something, uh, this vision is all about people. All the numbers that we had up here, uh, that we displayed, the numbers, every number has a name. Every number has a name. What happened in 2017? What happened? We changed from a serve me church to a we see church. From a serve me to a we see. Right? We see people. And we see people so that we can serve people. And so for the word, the word this year that the Lord gave me for 2018 that, that we should really, really, really focus on is serve. Amen. Serve. The most natural thing that uh, happens after you see people is you say, hey, how can I meet your need? How can, how can I help you to know God and to know, to know the power of his resurrection, right? So every year that the, that the Lord is moving us along this path, because a church has a path just like you have a path. A church has seasons in it just like you have seasons in your life, right? And so the Lord has been moving us along strategically, see? <laughs> He's moving us along on this path, on this path of growth, and he's showing us that we need to move from being a spectator to a participator. <laughs> we've, got to be move, we've got to move from the armchair, being an armchair quarterback, and get up and in the game, a member of the team on the field. 
Look at Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, verse 43. Mark 10, 43 through 45 says this, But among you it will be different. For whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you, that reminds me of uh, little kids on the playground, right? The teacher says, line up, we're going to go inside. They all fight to be first in line. You were first last time, I'm first now. You get to the back, I'm first. Is that true, guys? Do you, do you think that God built something in us to, to be first? We want to be first. But the way to be first is to serve. The last thing that Jesus did was wash the stinky feet, the dirty feet of those disciples. Three of the 12 wouldn't do what he said. <laughs> One of them totally turned and did. But think about it. Verse 45, it says, Even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life a ransom for many. So, I am kind of hovering over this point because, listen, the why for the vision in 2018 is greater than the what and the how. The why is always greater than the what and the how. People, people get lost in the what and the how, and they miss the why. Right? So, I believe that we are doing, every month, every week, every day, Lifeway Church is doing a better job of making the vision clear and purposefully moving forward with our mission. I do want to let you know, if you, if you don't know this or I never heard this about Lifeway Church, this church is not built on any other personality than Jesus. Because I have one goal in my mind, and, and it's to hand off a ministry to somebody uh, 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 to a team of people to take it further than what I and my, my wife, Pastor Sheila and, and myself, were able to do. There's, there's a thing called legacy, and I think a lot of people in ministry forget that. What is your legacy going to be about? Is it all going to be about you, all the shining lights on you, all the books that you wrote? Is your name going to go down in history for what you did? Or are you going to raise up a church that will grow even bigger than when you were here? Because it's all about team. It's not about me. Even John the Baptist had to learn that I must decrease so Jesus can increase. Right? And everything should point to Jesus. So this is not a personality church. Right? We're all about the personality of Jesus. And we're a team and we're a family. And we're learning how to do life together and learning how to grow together and become a stronger team, a more closely knit team. And it takes, it takes time. It takes effort to yield to one another, to love one another, right? But as long as we keep our eyes on him and we allow him to work in us and through us, we will complete all that he wants us to this year of 20, 2018. So we're vision-focused and mission-minded. And we live by our code. We live by a code. A code it can also be called a core value, a set of core values, it can also be called an operating system. So this code that, that, that we live by is, is it's, it's from the Word. It's nuggets from the Word. It's eight nuggets from the Word. And we're learning this. And it's, being, it's becoming a part of our DNA, our culture. 
is changing us from the inside out, right? You have a code that you follow at, at your house. Everybody's going to be involved. Everybody's going to do something. You have responsibility. There, there's things that we accept and things that we reject, right? And our code at Lifeway Church comes straight from the Word. We break it down into eight little steps, and, and it helps us to function and flow together as a team. We're becoming better with our organization. You know, we've begun a long process of self-examination, and we've invited the Lord to show us uh, to take us on a deep dive into everything that we do, making sure that it lines up with the mission and the vision. Lord, show us if we're getting off here. Show us that, that, that everything that we do needs to be people-focused and motivated by love. Not to make a name, not to grow uh, to a certain number. No. We're, 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 we're not, we're, we've transitioned and we're in a, a, a mature state now as a church so that we're no longer coming into a building to have an experience with the Lord on Sunday. But we are becoming better organized to reach our community with the powerful, life-changing gospel. Amen. Right? So I want to say all of that before we get into uh, the what and the how. The, ex, the things on the exterior. Because I found, I found that what and how always talk about exterior things, but the why always talks about things of the heart. Right? And you've got to have the why right first before you start looking at the what and the how. Right? People will leave a church because they don't like the what and the how. And they'll say things like, well, you've changed your vision. No, 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 no. Vision is people. Mission is people. People, people, people. The what and the how, whether, whether the carpet's green, whether the roof is <laughs> blue or red or purple, who's up here singing, who's... The what and the how should be changing, right? I-N-G. We should be growing. We should be changing. We don't do things like we did five years ago. Thank God. We've grown, right? If you're not changing as a person, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> not your surroundings, not your family, and not, sure enough, not God, right? So, two things we need to ask ourselves. Number one, what, what do we believe? What do you believe? Sitting right there, what do you believe? This is a personal question for you. What do you believe? Do you see people like God sees people? Are people your heartbeat? Because they are God's heart heartbeat. Look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. Look at this. I discovered this uh, studying and I... I I can't get away from it. I said, Lord, do you want me to take, leave this in or take this out? Listen, I could spend 20 minutes on this one point right here. It's so transforming. This is a transforming point right here. Genesis 3, 8 says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So just in that one, in, in that one verse, and we're going to get to the next verse, but in that one verse you see God searching for Adam and Eve. Now, he knew where they were. Let me just say, God knew where Adam and Eve were. 
They thought that they were hiding, but God was, had a search party going. And guess what? God knew what Adam and Eve did. But God was seeing people. Now, he could have justly, justly, he could have just and righteously wiped them out and started all over. But he saw redemption in them, even though they dropped the ball. And he walked looking for them. They heard him walk, and they hid themselves. And look at this next verse, verse 9. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said, where are you? So our heartbeat, God's heartbeat is, where are the people? Where are the people? There's chairs in this building today, and they're empty. Where are the people? I see people. I see people in my kingdom. I, I, I have given my son and he shed his blood so that all may come into the kingdom of God. So where's the people? Where are you? I'm going to walk. I'm going to see. I'm, I'm going to move. And, and, and I'm going to come. Jesus moved with compassion to heal. He was tired. He made a sacrifice. He was tired. He had healed a thousand people, but he still moved with compassion to heal. Because, why? Because he saw people healed. And he gave of himself when he felt like he couldn't give any more. That's when the anointing of God comes on you. That's when the grace of God kicks in. And your mind says, you know, I don't think I can make it another step. But the grace of God says, no, you can't make it another step, but you can make it another step and another step and another step and another step. We see people. Do you see that God saw Adam and Eve? He saw them. They thought that they were hiding. He knew that they had sinned. But he still saw them and went looking for them and then started asking them questions. Why? Because he wanted them to repent. He wanted, he wanted them to say, I missed it. Help me here. But they turned and they blamed and they blamed and they blamed. Blame shift, blame. This person's fault, that person's fault, the other person's fault. Come on. We see people. Do you see people? <laughs> How well do you see people? Are they your heartbeat? Would you give something to somebody who couldn't repay you? Would you go buy some clothes for somebody who can't afford to go and buy clothes for themselves? Would you take someone on the side of the road that hasn't been in, in, in a shower in two weeks and take them to a hotel and pay for their hotel for two nights so that they can take a shower and sleep a little while. Do we see people? Do we see people? Because it's our vision and our mission. Habakkuk 2.2 says that we should write the vision plain. Make it plain. So why do we make it plain? Why, why is it something that is, is from memory? Why, why is it something that God wants our vision to become uh, such a part of us uh, so that we can run with it? He wants us to run to fulfill the vision, to hasten to do what he told us to do, not just to sit there and say, don't we have a great vision? Oh, isn't this great? I'm part of a church where they're doing a lot of things. I can tell people right off the bat when they become a part of the church because they're no longer calling it my church. And they'll say, your church, your church, your church. And then they start saying, our church. I can see it. It's like a light bulb that comes on in their head. And 
and it shows up on their face, and it's like, wow, they're a part of us. They've captured the vision and the mission. Wow. How, how, how much do you believe that our vision and mission is from God? Or do you, be, do you believe that I just made it up or I just took it from somebody else? Right? I'm asking you to ask yourself that question. We see people. And we see people so we can serve people. You know, the Good Samaritan, there, was, there were people that passed him, but they saw him, but they didn't see him. I, I'm choosing to ignore you over, even though I saw you, but I'm going to pretend like I didn't see you, so I, I don't have to serve you. Now, I, really, I could really preach a, a long message here, and maybe, maybe this next series is going to be serve, but uh, i got to keep moving. So you guys, you're drawing it out of me. So what do you believe? And the, this, another question is what are you willing and able to do? What are you willing and able to do? Look at this scripture here, 1 Chronicles 28, 9. 1 Chronicles 28, 9 from the NIV. And because I don't have it on my iPad and I'm not going to turn to it in my Bible because I have a New King James Version, I'm going to look right up here. Is that all right? Is it okay when the person that's ministering looks right up on the screen and just reads it from the screen? <laughs> and, and I got my back to you, so... Don't hate me. And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the Lord of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire. Keep going to the next one. Oh, this is the same verse you just... And every thought. He understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he'll reject you forever. This is the eternal word of God. And we don't like to think that God would reject anybody. But over in James, it says, if you humble yourself, he'll give you more grace. But if you resist him in pride, he he resists you. Right? So, but the point here is we have to be willing and able. A lot of people are able, but they're not willing. I can do that, but I ain't going to. Now, I, I really, I've got to save this for another series here called Serve. But first, what, what do you believe? Do you believe what we believe? Because if you believe what we believe and you want what we want for the same reason that we want it, then we're on the same team. Number two, what are you willing and able to do? Yeah, listen, I found people that are willing and they're not so able, meaning that, that they lack a little bit of ability. But if they'll stay in the game, if they'll just stay with it, then we can train them to be able to do something. Just, just give me some willingness. Give me people with a willing heart, Lord. Just, just, I mean, they may be raw, but I just need some people with a willing heart. Right? We're able to develop those gifts. Okay. The road before us in 2018. Look here. It's so evident that people want to see evidence. <laughs> Just look at the world we live in. We want quick results. Everybody wants to get in the stock market when it's headed way up here. But then when it drops a little bit, everybody says, forget this, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Don't know anything about it, but I'm going to make a buck quick. 
right? We want evidence, and we want it now. People want to see ex- external changes. These are truths that I've found to be evident. People want to see external changes, and we are att- attracted to big and beautiful things. We're attracted to big and beautiful things. But what about the 500 that Jesus spoke to? How many went to the upper room? 120. I mean, just a thought, 20% of 100, I mean, round about, rounded off. Jesus speaks to this many people, and only this many people go and do what he told them to do. So um, think about this. Are we ready for all that God has for us to do in 2018? Are we ready? God expects us to see the vision, but he also expects us to do the work. And I didn't stutter. The word is W-O-R-K, work. Everybody say work. It's not a dirty word. Work is a good word. In fact, uh, that's the first task that Adam was given by God. And this is why we call it the work of the ministry. It's work to take care of 750 kids. And listen, for the egg drop, we've, we've had over, we've, we're now we're at over 200 right now. And we have 30, 30 days to go to register. But yesterday when we put out these banners, I'm telling you, there was about 20 or 30 people that signed up like that. We're, we're, you think we're about 300 now? I don't know. But listen, I'm expecting that we go over 750 because, listen, if we have 750 that register, not all those kids are going to show up. But we're going to need a team of 40 to 50 people. That's why we need you to, to help to do the work of the ministry, to show these kids the love of Jesus, right? And we're not about the numbers. Listen, guys, it's the name behind the number. It's the name behind the number. Are we willing? If you're helping on the egg drop team and you meet these little kids out here, are you willing to ask them their name? Are you willing to find out the name behind the number? Are we just so attracted to, oh, we had 750 kids. Okay, what were their names? Did you tell them that Jesus loves them? I was out in the lobby this morning asking little kids what they had for breakfast. I found myself, you guys understand that saying, I found myself asking little kids, did you have a good breakfast this morning? Man, we had so much fun. Me and the little kids were, yeah, I had a waffle. One little boy said, I had a waffle. (laughs) Tyler, right? He was a a guest. Never saw him before in my life. But listen, I would take him to Tulsa, Oklahoma with me if his mom would allow it. He's a cute kid, I'm telling you, isn't he? He's a cute kid. You don't want to give him up, do you? Oh, no. We see people, and I see the clock right about now. (laughs) listen God here's what I'm sure of God is is, growth is always God's will always that's one thing I'm sure of number two growth doesn't just depend on God (laughs) did you get that first thing growth is always God's will the second thing is growth doesn't 
Just depend on God. So, I'm looking back over the years that we've been a church, and I say, Lord, in the years past, we really haven't been ready, but we're getting ready. We, we need to be ready. We're, we're getting ready. We're in the process of being more ready to see more people, to find out the name behind the person, the number, right? To love them like Jesus loves them. Can, can you close your eyes just a moment and envision this auditorium filled with 240 people? Can you see 240 people in this auditorium? Because we can seat about, we can seat about 300. 240 people. Um, when we get to 240 people, guess what? We're going to go to two services. Two services. Because when you're 75% filled, then you need to start a second service. But we, we've got to see it before we can have it, right? I'm challenging you. Look at this video real quick. So, it's a mobile app, guys. And this little device here, it's been around for a few years. It's not going away. And we as a church, we can't afford to become a dinosaur. Right? Thank you for those three hearty amens. We can't afford to become a dinosaur. We have to keep up with technology to get the message out. The why behind this app is to get the message out, to show people before they show up in the door because they are going to pay attention to what's going on here before they ever step foot in this door. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. So why is that important? Um, Because on this new app, you need to download it, go to your App Store, look up Lifeway Church, download it today. But on this app, you can press on the menu button over here on the left, and you can do share this app. And you can text it to someone that you're talking to. If it's your neighbor, you say, listen. And your neighbor says, you know, I I noticed you get up real early on Sunday morning. Where do you go? I'm glad you asked. Here's Here's the app on my phone that talks about my church. Here, can I send this to your phone? Can I text you and send this link and just download this app? It'll explain everything about the church. And you can even watch a message. You can listen to the audio message. I'm going to challenge you because family, uh, we're a family and family challenges each other, right? You give me permission to challenge you, right? Family needs to invite family. Family needs to invite uh, guests to come. We need to invite people to come. Um, there's so much more i got to say. But let me boil it down to this. Solid, I'm, I'm going to give you a bullet point of things that are, that are coming in 2018. Solid disciples. Wednesday nights starting April the 11th. April the 11th, Wednesday nights, we're starting growth, growth track classes. It's going to be on Wednesday night, and this is going to help us to make disciples. We've been really weak in this area of making disciples as a church. And so on Wednesday nights, we're going to have growth track classes. Write that down and help us pray this out so that the Lord will be involved all every step of the way of designing, implementing, and executing these classes for the purpose of, why? For the purpose of making disciples and growing people up into being solid disciples on the Word of, on the word of God. Uh, we are further defining this host team. 
a host team. And we're including things like the info desk and the parking lot ministry so that when you drive up on the property that somebody is connecting with you, waving their hand, smiling. If it's raining, somebody's helping you out of your car with an umbrella. Connecting with people as they drive in the driveway. That's a good thing, right? A lot of churches do that. We need to be doing that. And so this year, we're going to do that. The host team includes greeters and ushers, parking lot folks, and the Connect Cafe. The Connect Cafe is, we're, 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 we're going to refashion, repurpose the front end of the building. We're just going to take about eight feet out of the front. Uh, not take eight feet, that, that didn't even come out right. We're going to utilize the front of the building so that we have a cafe. And that cafe has the name Cafe Connect for the purpose of connecting people. And so that is the why behind the what. You're going to find coffee there. You're going to find maybe a little something to eat. But you're going to find people doing Acts 2.42. They continue steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine, breaking of bread, fellowship, prayer. Fellowship is so important. We need to connect together. And so this building is it's just the way that it is right now. It's hard for people to connect. And before the service, we find people in here, and we just we need a place where we can connect. So that project is going to be right around five thousand dollars because we're going to do some flooring up in the front there because all this old flooring is is it's past due. It needs to get refurbished. The marriage ministry we're relaunching the marriage ministry, and so in the fall. We're going to have uh, probably, probably the fall, we're going to have a retreat. So we're relaunching the marriage ministry. Five outreaches, five outreaches this year, including the egg drop, including the fall festival, including Sparkle, the women's conference. Last year we had a Sparkle night. It was just one night. This year it's going to be uh, a multiple day. It's, it's, I think it's a two-day women's conference. And then adopt the family in the in the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, adopting families and just showing them how much God loves them and allowing God to use us to take presents or take food or whatever we can to connect with families in the community. And then uh, we were approached by one of the sponsors of the Egg Drop is Tradewind Coffee. And I'll just put a plug in for uh, Christian Jolly and the guys over at Tradewind Coffee they, uh, they, they have talked about, nothing is final yet, but they've talked about moving Christmas in Decula, which uh, was, has been at Hebron all this time, and partnering with us, and we do Christmas in Decula. They're going to be one of the big sponsors of our egg drop. And so they're going to bring coffee out here, and they're going to, you know, it, they, they are ready to love on the community. And we've connected hearts and so God is connecting us, so Lifeway may have a huge part in Christmas in Decula this year. We're not sure about all the details, but listen, guys, God is, is connecting us up with people that want to affect the lives of other people. And that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. Uh, another project that we have on our, on our uh, agenda this year is live streaming, to do live streaming. 
and it's going to take some money to get some equipment to do the live streaming. We need to update our audio system here and how we distribute the audio that's happening here in the sanctuary to multiple places in the building and such. And this project between the live streaming and the audio upgrades and everything looks to be about $8,000. Now, I know I'm talking money and I know I'm talking numbers, but don't forget the why behind the numbers. God is a God of huge possibility and, and huge provision. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, I'll tell you exactly, those of you who don't know, exactly how God moved us into this place. It's, it's been an awesome, awesome journey. But I'm asking you today um, for three things. You, you understood that I was working up to this ask, right? This, this is the, 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 the response time in the message. I'm going to ask you three things. Number one, that you would pray daily for Lifeway and everyone connected to Lifeway, that we would hear God clearly, that we would see what he wants us to do, and that we would do it quickly with our whole heart. Pray for us daily. Pray for you. Pray for each other daily. We are a family. God has drawn us together for such a time as this. Then number two, give faithfully. Give faithfully. We've been talking about giving and how it's such a part of the heart of God. And he wants us to, to be like him. And so when, when we're involved in doing something to reach out, just jump in. Just give. I'm not, I'm not just talking about finance. I'm talking about giving of yourself. The third point is serve sacrificially. Amen. Serve sacrificially. Uh, I just... I know that Josh has been going through, uh, he's been on the road all week giving of himself and pounding the pavement and in this city this night and another city this night and, that, and his body is tired and, and, and so yesterday he had to get some um, medication to f- fight the infection and this morning I, I didn't think he was going to be here. In fact, I was prepared that he wasn't going to be here but he said, you know what, I'm here. I said, don't shake my hand. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Stay right there. Play those drums, and we're good. <laughs> but I'm telling you, sacrifice is necessary. If sacrifice was not necessary, then there would be no need for Jesus to have gone to the cross. And so if he did it for us, surely. Now, I'm not talking about us going to the cross, but us sacrificing. The work of the ministry is always a sacrifice. Loving people is always a sacrifice. I love you guys. But I've got two minutes or my wife is going to drive out of the parking lot. So, Josh, come on. If you're a guest, I would love to stay around. Those of you who know, I would love to stay around and talk to you, find out what you ate for breakfast. And, but next week, yeah, that's a good reason to come back. We love you. Be blessed. (laughs) Soap, hand sanitizer, and you've been using it. (laughs) Have a safe travels. Let's let's just stretch out our hands real quick as they go. Father, we thank you for our pastors.